Uh, you're listening to Phil DeBella, and this is Flashcast by PDB. And today I want to cover a topic that's been asked a few times in how I actually deal with an argument. And um, it's something that happens. It's part of everyday life. Uh, it's something we're not going to avoid. And um, in life, we're, we are going to have arguments. And I've been asked many times, have you had arguments? Have you not? And of course I have. Um, some are small, some are larger, some escalate, some don't. And um, and it's a topic that really we want to explore. And uh, hopefully by the end of the 10 minutes that um, you know listeners go and go, you know what, I understand this a little bit better. And here's some tips that I can deal with it. Because again, it is something that happens a lot. And, um, you know, in, in the spirit of Flashcast, it's all about me sharing my thoughts and opinions and, and perspective and experience of, of what I've been through to hopefully help the listeners and um, responding to what people ask. And, and um, I've been asked a lot of times about arguments. And um, so I want to give a bit of a four-stage outline on, um, you know, on how I deal with it and what's helped me and hopefully that that can transfer to, to helping yourself. But step one is really understanding what an argument is because it's one of these topics that gets misconstrued. It's the, mo- the moment we hear this word argument, we think negativity. It's one of those things because our body processes, is it a positive, is it a negative? We go straight into emotional, you know, we're emotional beings. So we hear the word argument and we think it's bad. But yet when we look at the clinical terminology of an argument, and I'll share it with you, a reason or the reasoning given for or against a matter under discussion. Let me repeat it. A reason or the re- it's a reason or the reasoning given for or against a matter under discussion. Now, if we look at this terminology of an argument, it's actually a discussion, which is we're having discussions every day. We're, we're always having discussions, and we're always providing a reasoning, a rationale for or against. So, therefore, when we classify something an argument, the first thing that happens is that the alarm bells go off. You know, and sometimes a discussion, something that's purely just a discussion, escalates to something that's far greater because we're not actually understanding what an argument is and that it's actually not a negative thing. So, you know, step one for me, you know, in, in like I said, I was going to provide four stages or four steps that will help you. Um, step one is to actually understand that an argument is a discussion. It's, it's, it's not a negative thing. And already you come from a better place, a better space um, by understanding that, hey, I'm just having a discussion with you. And, and if I'm across the table from somebody who's having a discussion and getting quite passionate or getting quite um, you know, animated, that's okay. Uh, what they're doing is they're, they're, trying to have, they're having a discussion to try and provide their reason or reasoning for or against a topic. And that is what a discussion is. That is what, you know, what, what an argument is classified as. So understanding that that is an argument and looking at it from a positive point of view versus from a negative point of view helps to start with. It sets what I call the platform. It sets the environment. Step two is to understand there is two types for me um, of arguments. There's an argument or a discussion um, that comes from experience or comes from opinion. So the rationale um, of the topics being discussed either comes from this is from my experience or this is from my opinion. And they are completely different. Now, being part of the YPO network now for over 12 years has really, really helped me a lot in many ways. But one of the specific standouts is that we always discuss things around my experience or my opinion. And in actual fact, the basis is that it always has to come from your experience unless the group is willing to hear your opinion. And that is something that's very, very powerful and something to think about as a listener is when we're getting into discussions, when we're getting into an argument, are we providing our point of view? Are we providing our argument, our discussion, you know, evidence 
from a point of experience? Are we providing it from a point of opinion? And there's two completely different. Experience means it's happened. You've analyzed it. It's true. It's factual. It's happened. Very hard for somebody on the other side of the table to negate against, to say no, to argue with, because it's happened. It's real. However, when it's coming from an opinion, it hasn't been tested. It's not factual. So it's not saying that it's wrong, but it hasn't been tested. Now, when you present in that manner where you say, from my experience, this is what has happened. Now, remembering, you know, that an argument is a discussion based around the reasoning given for or against. So if you're providing a reasoning that comes from experience, you're already 10 steps ahead. If you're giving a reasoning based on opinion, well, it can be faulted. It can be tested. Now, that's something to really think about it because it's something that's helped me a lot. Am I providing my, you know, my argument, my evidence from a point of experience or from a point of opinion? And in a, and opposite, when you're listening, is the person talking from experience or are they talking from opinion? And if they're not making it clear, ask them. Can I just ask if you are talking from experience or talking from opinion? Now, it doesn't say that either one is right or wrong, but it's a lot better and a lot more factual that if it's coming from an experience-based rather than opinion-based. Step three is something I learned at Harvard, which has been invaluable, and it was taught by Mr. Jim Zabinius, who's the um, chief negotiator for Estee Lauder, and he also teaches at Harvard, where I was lucky enough to complete a, um, a diploma there. Now, it talks about three types of discussions. There's the discussion around power, a discussion around rights and a discussion around interests. Power is all about authority. We do this as parents. We do these as bosses, as leaders. I am your boss. I am your parent. You will listen, blah, 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 blah. Now that's coming from a position of power. So if you're having an argument, if you're discussing something and providing evidence for or against, and you're coming from the right of power, um, very, very hard to get the other person on board, very hard to get the outcome that you're looking for because it's all about power. Often escalates into a heated discussion because no one wants to be dictated to. If you're having this discussion around rights, it is my right to tell you this. I, you know, it is my right to believe this. I believe I have rights to do X, Y, Z. Again, not productive, coming from a position of argumentative, negative argumentative. You're not providing a discussion based on evidence for or against. The key is, and Mr. Jim Zabinius says, keep the discussions at interest level. Because when you have a discussion at interest level, you know, this is in your best interest, this is in my best interest, that even if you are to disagree with the person you're, you're communicating with, you will find a common ground because you are coming from what's in the best interest of the situation or the best interest of the person. And it's a very, very tough thing to do. But next time you're having that heated discussion or you think you're dragged into an argument is have a think about is this in the best interest of myself? Is this in the best interest of the person that um, I'm communicating with? Keep the discussion at best interest. Which flows on to the last tip. And the last tip, step four, is to really understand that there's three stages to creating a logical argument. Now, in technical terms, they call it the premise, the inference, and the conclusion. I call it the introduction, the middle, and the, and, and the end. And purely said, the introduction is the why. Understanding why am I going to embark on this discussion? The middle is, am I going to present from experience or opinion? It's the, it's the evidence part. Am I now coming from an experience? Am I coming from an opinion? Am I going to keep this in the best interest, keep it away from rights and power? It's really, really putting in that step two and step three come from the, you know, the best, the best discussions, the best arguments are on a platform of I'm talking from experience and this is in the best interest of myself and the best interest of yourself. 
And then there's a conclusion, which is the outcome. How many times are we getting sucked into discussions and arguments, but there's no outcome? And at the end of it, we feel drained and we go, what was that all about? And that's because we're not going in with a very, very clear understanding. There has to be an introduction, a middle and an end. There has to be an introduction. There has to be the base of a discussion in the middle. And there has to be an outcome that spits out the end, a purpose for this discussion. Why did I just embark on this five minute, 10 minute, five hour, two day discussion? Whatever it is. And a lot of times, and we've all done it, including myself many times, you come out of a discussion or an argument and you go, what the hell was that all about? And that's because we haven't given it thought. And and I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of it many times. So now I try and go in very clearly. I prepare and I go, right, what's my introduction? What's my middle? And what's my end? Why am I about to raise this issue? Am I indeed coming from a place of experience and keeping it in the best interest? And then what is the outcome that I want to achieve? And and following this has really, really helped me a lot. And again, I don't get it perfect far from it. But I hope that the following, um, you know, what we've covered, the four things really, really help. One, understand what an argument is. It's a discussion of presenting your evidence for or against, you know, your rationale, your reasoning presenting it. Understand what the word argument means, especially when someone's confronting you. It doesn't mean that they're coming from a negative point of view. Two, is it coming from experience or is it coming from an opinion? Three, keep it away from power and rights and play in the realm of interest. And four, understand that every discussion has to have an an introduction, a middle and an end, an outcome. Otherwise, it's a complete waste of time. I hope it's helped. It's helped me. Until next time, you've been listening to Phil DeBella and this is Flashcast by PDB. Go and be the best you can be.